What's up, everybody? We are back. Welcome to Real Chronicles, brought to you by RealTalking.com. I'm your host, David. I'm joined with today, Jen. Hey, guys. Leo. <laughs> yo, yo. And Ryan. What's happening, everybody? All right. We finally made it to the end of the season. The Oscars are seven days away. You sound so exhausted less, right now, actually. David. <laughs> A little less than seven days away, actually. By the time you hear this recording. I am exhausted yeah, i was gonna say this has been a long season for I, you man no it hasn't it's just been like so compact <laughs> that i'm like i'm so tired i'm it's, so exhausted it's been long hearing david upset about film twitter <laughs> <laughs> film He's twitter like, has been the worst this season out of any season i've been covering this oh, stuff wow. i was like maybe you just notice it more this season he's like no 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 because like, I have a horse in the race, but I have a horse in the race pretty much in one category. I not also said else. people well, are it, probably more toxic this season also. Was it as bad or the same as La La Land year? No, because people love La La Land. Oh. Just people love Moonlight a little bit more. People mm. now shit on La La Land on film Twitter. But not back then. But not back then. Unless, from what I noticed, a lot of people that shitted on La La Land were those that lived in L.A. that were in the industry coming up actor actress and they were like you know it's too real in certain aspects and then people now that just think it's the cool thing to do but it wasn't as bad as it wasn't as bad as this year year because it's like if it's not greta Mm. it's what's winning best picture if it's not parasite everyone loving parasite now hating 1917 then it's joker now after what happened last night now jojo is getting it it's 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 pretty crazy pretty crazy so i'm glad it's over I'm going to celebrate by watching a guilty pleasure bad movie on February 13th. Mighty Ducks, Mighty Ducks, Mighty Ducks. Sonic Mighty the Ducks. Hedgehog. Oh, even better. Because <laughs> I know I will not be a company to watch Sonic the Hedgehog. So I will be watching it by myself. Right, Jen? No, I'll watch it, but I don't really. Nothing to say. It's happy not going to have to do Yeah, like, like Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if it's going to be like Detective Pikachu, which kind of like could maybe see that vibe. A I like Detective bit. Pikachu. Detective Pikachu it wasn't was bad. Yeah. Um, but if it's just kind of like, uh, I don't know, what's one of those bad movies that are kind of like this? Yeah, it looks like a bad movie. No, there's like a movie. I'm sure that we can. Sure. I that. can't think of anything right but, now. But yeah. all video games movies mostly suck anyway. So yeah. this will just you know be. Even Rampage was OK. Yeah, I only watched it because of The good, Rock. If it was anyone else, I wouldn't have watched nothing it. Nothing else. Yeah. But um, before we get into some news, last week you kind of heard us hear the news like on the air yeah. about uh, the tragic death of Kobe, Gianna, and, and all the seven more lives that were lost in the tragic helicopter accident. Um, just wanted to, rather than mourn, let's celebrate Kobe. And I just want to, sh- I know we're a phone podcast, but just bring up some of our favorite moments i can like start off by speaking leo and i went to high school together yeah so we talk a lot of kobe yeah <laughs> for four years so just off the top uh real quick my f- some of my favorite moments were kobe game four nba finals 
against the Pacers, he wasn't, you know, Shaq fouled out, and it's the first time that he got to really shine as the one on that team. And the first time he played Jordan, you kind of see that he was trying to mirror MJ in a lot. And off the court, how his post-career, yeah, everything he was going to do, I mean, the guy won an Academy Award a year after he retired from People the NBA. People go their whole careers trying to get an Academy Award. And he, he wanted it. And the funny thing is, like, we look at Jordan as the GOAT, but post-career, I think Kobe absolutely, and unfortunately we won't see any more, but, like, yeah. in the three years he retired, was out was outgoating MJ post-career. So that's kind of, like, my two cents on, yeah. on Kobe. Yeah, like, like like David mentioned, me and him, uh, we, we went to high school together. We had homeroom together. So we, we spent, like, our whole morning talking about whatever happened in the NBA. I remember we had another buddy who was obsessed with uh, Alan Alejandro. Houston and Ray Allen. Alejandro, yeah. shout out. Uh, and, and, yeah, it's like, um, so, like, with me and Kobe Bryant, I remember back in 1996, uh, I used to collect uh, NBA trading cards. And um, back then, my favorite player, and still to this day, my favorite player is uh, Stephon Marbury. Uh, but back then the cool thing to do was like Iverson or like Kobe. Um, and we were just raised like a bunch of the, a bunch of hip hop mentality type things. So Iverson was the easy get, he was the easy fan fan favorite. Um, but I chose Kobe. I thought his fundamentals were sounder. I thought he like was a little bit more like low key. Ironically, as time went on, like his career just blew the heck up. Um, and off the court, I think one of the things that really resonated with me was his, uh, his facility for language. Like yes. He really, really gave himself to like trying to be like a, a just like an ambassador of basketball to everybody, and like he knew Spanish, right? He spoke it fluently. My mom would always geek out whenever she saw interviews of him on the television. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, "Oh my god, he knows Spanish. Um, he knows uh, Italian because he was raised there from when his dad played overseas. He knows some um, Chinese." Um, he knows uh, Slovenian. There's a funny story about him trash talking Luka Doncic. Yeah, in Slovenian, Slovenian. Um, with uh, with Gigi sitting next to him. <laughs> uh, but now overall, I mean, Kobe Bryant's career was amazing, and this, all the stories coming out from him as a person are just like even more so. Like yeah. I think he fulfilled what he wanted to do, which is inspire. And I met him a year ago at the book signing, right? Yeah, and I got a, one minute, one minute in an endless amount of hours. That I've and I think in that one minute he made such an impression of just like small talk, yeah. And to show what I bet you the the impact he must have had on everyone else that actually got to know him. So, yeah. Jen, I know you don't really have any. So Ryan, do you have any? No, nah, I'm not much of a basketball. I apologize. That's fine. All right. So with that being said, rest in paradise to all the nine lives lost. All right. So let's move on to some film news. Uh, we can start off with some Disney Plus news, and. The Flying V is back because Emilio Estevez... <laughs> quack, 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 quack. So Emilio Estevez will be returning as Coach Bombay in a Disney Plus Mighty Duck show. I am very excited. Did, so did, you, did, you, did you see like the uh, the synchronicity of the news dropping yes, on the show? Yes, And then uh, Goldberg. Goldberg. I'm like, what the heck just happened? I feel that's just yeah. bad. Yeah, that's, um, that's a shame. But I guess Emilio doesn't have that much... Do He's not doing anything? Guess not. I'm, this is this is a... He, I know he directed he Bobby. Out. Yeah, he but, moved out of the acting. Because I'm surprised really that he wouldn't want to do this. It seems. Why would you? Why would you be surprised? Just because of he's more into the directing prestige films now. Well, I'm sure he's going to direct some episodes. Yeah, so I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, 
I hope they bring everyone else back. Yeah. Well, yeah. except Goldberg. <laughs> little, little, yeah, no, little, little I, cameos. I feel like the story has to be well for well written so far for him to come back. Like, yeah. I'm sure a lot of the times, right, you have these people that want to sort of move away from a franchise that has also added to their fame because yeah. they don't want to be typecast, but they'll come back if it's the right story. I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis yeah. went back for Halloween. And so, you know, it's and the right story. And that's a great segue to another bit of news You're that I welcome. had. Look at um, you, too. So it's, it's, <laughs> like, it's like your soulmates or something. I know, right? <laughs> so, 2018, early 2018, the original uh, Halloween 2018, or as we call it, Hollow Green, had his first test screening, and it didn't do well. What did so bad that they had to reshoot the ending. Halloween Kills had their first test screening. And this is bare bones the beginning of like what the film will look like but it had its first test screening and from the two reactions that i have here positive stuff so one of them said um it's titled they actually did it with all the buzz surrounding halloween kills and the final chapter of this trilogy the director and writer finally delivered a solid sequel that will impress more than depress this will probably be the first time the franchise has gone to smooth test screening with no problems whatsoever. I won't give out any spoilers due to respect of Universal and diehard fans, but I will say this 1978 is back, and I felt it very, felt it every time the flashbacks happen. The tone, the feel, the music, and even the shape's attitude and movement, it's all there. As for present day, I don't think horror has felt more organic and emotional in my entire life. David Gordon Greed has not disappointed. And then the other one is my context said the film is way better than 2018. I plan to post a full breakdown of what my contact has told me. No ETA and what that will be. But let's just know that Halloween is back. So, nice. I mean, very, very nice. early. This probably doesn't mean anything in the long run. But it was exciting to see that the test screenings nice. went well. And then now. Wait, someone else had test screenings, didn't they, this week? Or first reaction last week? Oh, first yeah. reaction. That's where, I was, going, that's where oh. I was going to next. Uh, speaking of first reactions, I can't wait till we record our our after Birds of Prey episode. Uh, I need Ryan <laughs> and Leo to go at it. No. I need this to happen. No, no, I don't care. Uh, Are you not? So you don't fun. even feel so like look, a little I, like so maybe I was wrong. I know, I know. So here's the thing: I mean, me and uh, Ryan kind of started talking about it on 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 spoilers. Okay. Um, and it was really like what what kind of happened is like I. It finally dawned on me what annoys me about this movie so much, and it's what annoys me about Fox with their, uh, I guess, interpretation of X Men. Okay. And what annoys me about Warner Brothers and their usage of their characters. In the comics, the Birds of Prey have never, ever had anything to do with Harley Quinn. The Birds of Prey are Huntress, they're um, Black Canary, they're birds mostly. That's how they. Yeah. Keep, yeah. So Oracle, I think, is another main yeah. mainstay. Mm -hmm. So like, I have no problem with Margot Robbie's with this movie. I just don't think that it should really be tied into Birds of Prey. Make it a Harley Quinn standalone movie and don't involve any of the other characters if you're not going to really use them correctly. Kind of like our whole conversation about Incredibles and Fantastic Four. Mm -hmm. Fan Four Stick uses the names of the Fantastic Four and barely does any kind of homage to who they were in the comics. Um, yeah, so I mean, to be honest, this movie could be fantastic. It's still not going to change the fact that I don't think it should have tied into Birds of Prey. Just make it a Harley Quinn standalone, call it Harley Quinn, and I probably would have loved it so much more. I think you still may like it. I may I'd be entertained by it for sure. Let's see. So some of the, I'm not going to go through all of these, but uh, so Birds of Prey was an absolute blast. Harley feels exactly like the human Looney Tune she ought to be. Black Mask is a scene stealer. 
Dinah, Helena, Cast, and Renee all rule. This was everything I want from DC movies and then some. Just saw, just saw Birds of Prey, and I'm happy to report that this is my favorite modern DC movie yet. Like Shazam, it carves its own path with totally unique aesthetic, action, and tone. Margot and Ewan and all the rest are 100% fantabulous. Why aren't there more roller skate action scenes? <laughs> so that just intrigued me so much. Um, and then the only fair comparison for Birds of Prey, if you want one, is Deadpool. They have a lot in that common, especially sense. their use yeah. of fourth wall breaking and R ratings. I didn't know the movie was R rated until like oh, these yeah. reactions came out. I thought it was PG thirteen. Okay. So uh, other stuff pretty much just talks about how it's very very violent and very that makes gory. Sense. Like that should be. Yeah. Yeah. She's violent. The Joker's violent. Harley is. Well, Harley's a pawn. She goes after. Bruce Not necessarily. Yeah. Uh, Go, Ryan. I'm not good. No, no, no. This she's one, not necessarily. Check out the Harley new... Quinn on the DC app and then tell me that she's well, a pawn. That one's different because that's a new iteration of Harley. And this new Harley, this Margot Robbie Harley, is more uh, strong-willed. She's emancipated. She's more yeah. sure of herself and what she wants. And she goes out there. Everything Jenny loves. She's more feminist <laughs> than the original incarnation of Harley Quinn. The Absolutely. original incarnation is... Everything is for Mr. J. Yeah. What he wants, everything. I love Mr. J. No, like, no matter what, like, he is abusive towards her, yeah. and she keeps coming back for it. It's true, though. I know, I know. No, I 100% agree I with that. Now, 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 this iteration, I think, oh, is a thousand times better because she is, she's strong-willed. She knows what she wants. She's teaming up with these women. She knows, because she really wouldn't, I mean, she's a villain. She's not a hero. So aren't these women more heroes? Well, in the comics, they are trying to—they are starting to turn her into a hero. Oh, well, anti-hero. Harley. I think, anti-hero. I think, I think the Deadpool yeah. comparison is spot on. Mm-hmm. Like Harley Quinn she, is never going to be like altruistic, not kill anybody because she doesn't want to do. She, she's going to. But get she's the job not done. like per se a villain anymore. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it, right. Like so. Like I know in the trailer of the movie, she kind of says like, "We all need each other." So we may not agree. Essentially, we may not agree on everything, but we need to go team up and take this guy down. So, you know, you can see that she has somewhat of a moral compass. Yeah. Yeah. Now. But I think it's also like, I I think she's, she's like Deadpool. She looks out for herself. So organizing the birds of prey in the movie, what it looks like is like, oh, crap, we're all being hunted down by the same person. Mm. Let's all help each other out so we can survive this. Uh, But it's ultimately because it suits her. It benefits her. Yeah, of course. Ryan, you were going to say something? No, I was just going to say to retort to Leo. Just like we said a thousand times, these movies take their own iteration of everything. I mean, look at like that's what they do, and it's just their story. So why yeah, is it yeah. so hard? So it's, for you to pass it's it's more of, so it's more of a disrespect to the Birds of Prey storyline than a respect to Harley Quinn. That's my thing here. You don't want to know why? Why are you shoehorning the Birds of Prey into this? Here's if, my thing. Let's if we're gonna talk about disrespect to the Birds of Prey storyline, how about we look at that CW show and that's the back ultimate. In the 90s. That's the ultimate disrespect <laughs> so to Birds the, of Prey. Back in the nineties, that show. Don't was tell enter- me you like that show. It was Leo. entertaining. Oh my god, Leo! <laughs> it was entertaining. Oh, oh my so, god! So it's funny. I just told Ryan, um, like maybe earlier this week, that Rachel Scarston was on that show, <sighs> and how she's on the Batwoman now. It's like oh, a ret- yeah. oh, I uh, we're going to move on from this. But um, did you guys, because I'm not a watcher, did you guys finish Arrow? Did you guys want to yeah. comment on the finale? Rye, did you see it yet? Yeah, I saw the finale. I enjoyed the finale. All right. Yeah. Hey, if you guys can 
nothing crazy. I mean, it, it was. was yeah. You go first. Oh uh, yeah. So um, uh, overall, um, it was a really good finale. Um, I, I felt okay. I felt a good resolution. Um, yeah, a lot of some uh, some characters came back. Um, a little bit of like stuff setting up for the future of the Arrowverse. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, mm-hmm. I'll give it. I mean, I, I won't say it was one of my favorite endings. I think you and I, and you've always mentioned how it should stick the landing. It doesn't. This does not that it doesn't stick the landing, but like it's it's an eight, not a ten. Gotcha, right? Yeah, I agree with Leo there. Like it does, but it doesn't stick the landing. Like I think because it's been such a drawn out landing with crisis and everything, I think that kind of takes away from the finale. But I do love how they're like, yeah, this sto- this story may be done, but the entire story is far from over because they do some awesome stuff in the very end. Um, they show it's a very big fan service kind of episode, and you yeah. know, so if you don't like those kind of episodes, then you're not gonna like the finale. Alrighty, alright. So last bit of news before we move on, um, a trailer dropped this week. You mean one of the greatest movies of, Did you our, see of the our generation? Did of course I saw okay, the trailer. So I, can, I can vent. I love I, this franchise. I can rant so much right now. Oh, you mean the Quiet Place trailer? I actually didn't see that one. I'm waiting for the Super Bowl. Oh, that's also really good, though. Yeah, I, I no, wanted I to avoid it because I wanted to see for I know which one you're talking I know. about. All right, so listen. I'm, I'm going to preface this I'm by so saying so that happy. I like most of the entries. I just think it should have ended a long time ago. I was talking about the Fast and the Furious. Here's my thing. I'm, I'm going to so nitpick. Fast and the Furious I'm gonna 9. Nitpick so hard. I really hope you mention the thing that I want you to mention because it's the one thing that I'm like, why? Okay. Well, that's. I know what you're talking about. I'm going to get there last. All right. So Ryan, did you see it? No, I have okay. no interest in Why don't you in give us fast. and the listeners a little premise of what the trailer's about? Uh, and then going oh, on yeah. the other so stuff. Cars <laughs> and like Vin Diesel has a kid now. Dom hot, has hot chicks and, hot Vin chicks and cars. His, his kid is named... Brian. Brian. Brian, yeah. yeah. That's some, very I, I'm not going to get... Watch the trailer if you want to know what it's about. <laughs> this is what I... I you right. should set it up, though, so our uh, listeners can know okay, while so, you right. rant So John Cena first. is in the trailer. My venting will share okay. what the trailer's Most about. Most of the cast comes back for okay. Fast and the Furious 9. As we they typically s- do. We're setting up... We're, we're set up to watch that Dom and... Oh, my God. What's Michelle Rodriguez's character? Letty. 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 Dom and Letty have a kid now, probably like three years old. His name is Brian. Well, they give him a, his cross chain well, to Brian, like protect him. Brian's the kid that he has with the other girl, with the cop with the cop woman. So Brian oh, Brian was in the last movie. True. He's just a baby. He was just a baby. You're All right. right. So let me to just, that. Let me just go in. Let me just See? go in here. Anyway, so now we're set up that there's this big job going on. Yep. And so now the team is back together, and they got this big job to do. There you and go. Then and then watch. Comes, and then watch the trailer, because there are no heroes in the world here's except my, for this I, ex-car thief that I'm, can take I'm, care of everything. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna start with this. This is the ninth movie, right? Yes. So per se, because there's a three-year gap between this one and the last. So let's say we're 12 years apart, right? Dom has a brother who's more talented than him, a better driver than him, more skilled thief than him where has he been for 12 years i'm sitting there watching and i'm like i love john cena and dave just blew out all our listeners he's finally yeah he's he's finally john cena is as a big wrestling fan here john cena is finally playing a heel and he looks like he's doing a great job of it too and it doesn't make any sense i actually don't mind his hair in this movie normally i don't because i'm going to tell you right now at the end of the movie he's gonna be a good guy yeah guarantee it absolutely um where, where where has he been for the last 12 years? Why has he never been mentioned? Why hasn't Dom said, oh, I have a brother? Don't say his name because, you know, we'll find out one day. 
because you, you choose your family. There you this go. This is his family. So I don't know what he did to disrespect okay? his Just family, you know, but pretty much I think there was like a huge breakup between him and Dom and he and wasn't family And the movie's going to let us There's know. There's never been an, like a hint of that for 12 <laughs> years. I feel like I'm watching a wrestling storyline when I watch this, when I watch these movies. This is his family. He doesn't need to talk about another family that's non-existent, that hasn't been there for him, that they had a falling out. Okay, here's my thing. And why, how do you know that Letty doesn't Why hasn't his sister I'm mentioned sure him? Oh, uh, yeah. Why hasn't his sister? It looks Ooh, like... Oh, you're right. Jordana Brewster, I forgot. Oh, wait. Um, yes or no? Do you think they're going to show scenes that happen in the past, like flashback scenes, where they do talk about a brother? Yeah. That oh, never, yeah. That never happened oh, in the yeah. movie? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then... Well, and they the, can do that with them, too. You're right. Yeah. And then the over-the-top, obviously, yeah. I love seeing The Rock do it. I just don't believe Vin Diesel can do the over-the-top nonsense. Ooh. When they jumped off the bridge from yes. the car... And he hooked the car. And he hooked the car. Yeah. Get the fuck out of my face with that. So the, the, my favorite thing was that it was, was one in. ridiculous scene followed by another ridiculous scene because you have Charlize Theron catch the other car with a magnet and you're like this is ridiculous what is she wait Leo what is she what is she flying can you tell me what she's flying oh wait what is she flying is it like she's flying an army jet <laughs> and then we get to the biggest disgrace but she has money and she's like a villain so she can sure well she gets that. broken out of prison I think she's right? got yeah. really yeah. bad hair so yeah. she has really bad hair choices. In she has the short hair. So I did think she no, 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 no. Like it's not short hair. I think in this one it's like a mushroom haircut. The last one and she then had the, the braids. Other one, it was like the dreadlocks. Braid dreadlocks, yeah, yeah, the dreadlocks. Stuff, and it just didn't do it for her. And then we get to the biggest annoyance. I love it, but I'm also like, damn. You, so for anyone that wants no, to know, I'm okay with it. Han, I was actually, I'm in for just, this one. I just can't figure out how it happened. Oh no, that yeah, oh, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna get into that right now. For the whole movie, I was like, this movie, of course. Han is back. Cool. How? Justice for Han. Ju- quote, unquote, justice for Han, but not justice for logic. Um, no, logic. So here, here's my thing. We've all seen these Fast and Furious movie. So he dies in three, and he dies, like, you can get away with bringing him back because it's one of those, like... Oh, no, he dies in Tokyo Drift. It's, that's part three. So that's... A, oh, yeah, you're right. Too so, fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a... Um, it's a wide shot. I remember it well. And he died. And you see him just the car exploding. Yeah. So you can get away with trying to film him coming back. Then we get to Fast Five when they bring Jason Statham There you in. go. And there's like multiple camera angles of this car exploding and homie dying. The whole reason that they hate Jason Statham is because he's responsible for Han. So death. now you're going to tell me that Han is back? Get the fuck out of my <laughs> face with that. So though, this is not jumping the shark. This is like worse <laughs> than jumping the so shark. Let's, I guess let's, let's take a step back and just kind of like let's put it in perspective, though. We are talking about a movie that we literally just described. Yeah. An army plane catching a car in midair with magnets and another car latching onto a rope and swinging to another. So mountain. with that logic, I need the next Batman movie to bring back Jack Nicholson surviving that fucking fall in Batman 89. He clearly did. He clearly there survived that. or something, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah, but It's I, absolutely ridiculous. But you know what? Bucky, we're all going to watch it. Yeah, but it's a movie. Oh, yeah, I'll watch it. <laughs> I like my movies having logic. No logic. Yeah, but I don't... I have no expectations for this to have logic. I'm just in it for yeah. the cars and the fast and the action and just like boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Remember when the first movie like, was just it. about... Car yeah. racing. It and was, that I really well, liked it that. It was a heist movie. It was a heist yep. movie about criminals, and like it was so grounded in re- like in maybe potential reality. So I um yeah. sh- a friend of the show, and then I go oh so like when they they jump the bridge thing and then they get yeah. latched on. I was like it's all about that Nas like just yes. clicking and then like, you saw, like going the, the back of the exhaust. Yeah. You're like oh he touched the Nas. It's fine. It's, <laughs> it's, it's okay. It's, We're it's good. Legit. We're it's safe. Legit. 
It's got like two tanks back there. It's funny We're because good. I was um, a couple of years ago before Hobbs and Shaw. So it was last year. Um, friend of the show, Chris, he was never really into the Fast, Fury, Fast and Furious franchise because he thought it was over the top. And I'm like, start from the beginning. Like, just see the evolution the, of this. See what it, see where we were and where we become. Even like, I would say Fast Five, when they got the rock in is when it just started. Be- and like, Fast Five is actually really good. So I think that was the first, well, one of the first like crucial moments of disbelief that Vin Diesel could ever go up head to head against the rock did you i remember watching that movie and they have a fight and they're like you see the rock and you see mean vin diesel look yeah it's like Groot and and rat and and rocket, rocket yeah. yeah it's like yo like, except it's the other way around the rock is is Groot. Like, nah this is not legit so yeah fast and what is it called i think it's fast nine Fate? so can we take some yeah, guesses yeah. what the 10th and final installment is whoa, whoa whoa final Final. I think they. This, he, this ain't ending. Well, he said he only wants to do ten. So who? Wait, who? Vin Diesel. He well, said yeah, it. Yeah, they're gonna go out with Hobbs and Shaw. Now that now that Cena's involved. Well, Hobbs and Shaw has no affiliation with like. Vin, I don't think Vin Diesel gets money for that. Oh, gotcha. Well, here's the thing. I think the the this whole franchise has transcended Vin Diesel. No one goes to see this for Vin Diesel anymore. I'm cu- You know what I'm curious over? Yeah, officially this is called F9. So the next one's going to be... Fast Saga. They, they've just given up on the titles now. And Fast and Furious 9. <laughs> yeah, they're just like... So my guess is that the next one's going to be called Furious, but with the one and the zero. Ooh. That's oh. my prediction. That's my prediction. Copyright that, bro. And, I should, right? And putting, num- <laughs> and putting numbers in titles always works out. Right, oh, Fan yeah. Four Stick? <laughs> <laughs> well... Fan Forsick is actually not called Fan Forsick. We just gave it that nickname that we just gave. Yeah, well, why you got to kill the joke, brother? (laughs) (laughs) All righty. So let's move on to what we're here today. We're going to look at our best and worst best picture winners. And then we're going to finish off today with our prediction for the Academy Awards next week. And I'm going to preface that by saying that my final predictions will be up on Sunday morning before the Oscars. So by that time, some of these... May change, but I feel pretty confident on most of them. So I joined the uh, the the podcast group. I joined you guys about a year from now, like, like a year ago. Yeah. Would you say that the the jostling for position in this award season is this typical, or is this like is is it like rare to have the this unpredictability much, like, on some character, some characters, some categories? At this point, is a little bit surprising. Wow. Acting. Uh, it's a little bit surprising that it's been kind of a full sweep so far. Okay. Uh, it doesn't happen often it happened in 2017 but it, it doesn't usually happen okay but these screenplays and costume and makeup and everything else, and picture it's it's pretty crazy okay. so we're gonna kick off with our worst best picture winners you want to go worst first or you want to go best first let's do best yeah let's say like worst is gonna yeah. be more fun yeah so let's do best uh ryan tell me you have movies and not years i have movies think are you sure Yes. All right. Perfect. <laughs> he looks it over. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> all righty. So I'm going to start with some honorable mentions on here. Um, all About Eve, Lawrence of Arabia, Annie Hall, The Deer Hunter, and One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Nice. That's I'm surprised that Lawrence mention. of Arabia didn't make your list because it's I all l- you talk about. Yes, I talk about Lawrence of Arabia once a week. That's exactly what yes, I do. All lot. right, so moving on to my number 10. Just wait I, if Joker wins. If Joker wins. <sighs> I know, it's La La Land all yeah. over again. Jo- Joker's not going to win. <laughs> so it's all good. Imagine, though. It's not going to win, Brian. Don't even. <laughs> I know, but have the fun. It's not going to happen. So, all right, so my number 10 is The Apartment. Okay. I. 
I give credit to Jen on this. She introduced me to the apartment a few years ago, and I love it. It's basically all it's, old films. He can give me. Credit it's for. technically a romantic comedy, right? Technically, if Jenny has to struggle uh, like this. It's not a romantic comedy. It is a comedy. I, uh, it's a comedy, but I, uh, I feel like this is more dramedy. Okay, maybe, but I wouldn't say it's a romantic comedy. It just so happens that there's romance in it, oh. but it's not. It's not <laughs> like no. But it's no, one of. I wouldn't say it's romantic. That was Billy comedy. Wilder. Yes, Billy, one of Billy Wilder's best movies, um, and I surprisingly like was. Because I feel like it's a romantic comedy. You know, I don't love him. And I was, like, so into it. Jack Lemmon is great. And I first saw Fred McMurray, who was also in the apartment in I Love Lucy. Years ago when I was a kid. So as soon as I saw him, I'm like, oh, that's Fred McMurray. And he was also, Jen, correct me if I'm wrong, he was also in Double Indemnity. That is correct. Yes. Double Indemnity (laughs) is fantastic. Another highly recommended one. All right. So my number nine. Also in Herbie. Is On the Waterfront. Nice. Number nine. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, If I had to do a favorite scene, by the way, in On the Waterfront is. They're supposed to be a contender. Contender. Oh, yeah. Uh, My number eight is West Side Story. One, because it's one of the only musicals. I think it was the first full-fledged musical, big production musical to win Best Picture. Okay. It's. Won ten Oscars, and there's so and that's another one I give credit to Jen. I had to watch it twice actually. The first time I didn't really like it, he but wasn't Jen wasn't feeling it the first time, and I was like, "How dare you? You weren't a shark, yo!" What the I heck? wasn't a shark. That's terrible. All right, my number seven is one of the three movies, and uh, one floor where the cuckoo's nest is another one that won the big five. One uh, Silence of the Lambs. Oh, so Silence of the Lambs is one of those that people call a horror movie. It's I don't think it's a horror movie, but it what has would you classify it as a thriller. Okay. I think it's definitely a thriller, but Anthony Hopkins is phenomenal in this movie. And I think it's, it set the precedent for the nineties as to what best pictures will look like. And that movie is so, so great. And my number six is it happened one night. The first movie to win the big five. That's all Jen. I was going to say, is this another Jenny Jen? One? This nice. is another Jen. She's, and because of this movie, if I have to pick my favorite scene, it's the Wall of Jericho. Do you want to know what the Wall of Jericho is, Leo? So it's funny. In my mind right now, I'm seeing someone put someone in the in Wall of Jericho. Yeah, in yeah. A submission so move. I don't want you to ruin it, but I guess, okay, fine. <laughs> so the Wall of Jericho is a sheet that is put between Claudette Colbert and Clark Gable. Gable. And... Because so they, they both have to stay in a hotel room, motel room. Yeah. So especially at that time, it was oh. very risque, actually, for the 30s because it was one of those. Um, it was actually one of um, the last films that passed before they they passed like the forgot the full name of MPAA. it. But the code basically that said that like you couldn't have people kiss longer than a second oh, or wow. you couldn't show kissing or you couldn't show things like Clark Gable actually takes off his shirt and you see his shirt. I was actually surprised his, to his see him without chest, a shirt in the movie. And that wouldn't have passed like a year later. Wow. And later on in the movie, Claudette Colbert shows her leg. Yes. Nothing crazy. Literally yeah. her, Just leg. Her, her leg. And that wouldn't have gone. That oh, wouldn't have shoot. been like, for example, like even on TV in I Love Lucy, Ricky and Lucy never slept in the separate same bed. beds. Yeah. yeah, I remember the separate beds. No, thing, they yeah. did sleep in, a, in. It was until later. No, they but they s- had like some where they were. They were just wow. separate beds, but pushed together. Yep. So that's my. Nice. But the wall of Jericho. So that's did the you curtain? the curtain that, that they? I put think up that would be my favorite them. scene when he first introduces the wall of Jericho. That's cute. And I also uh, there's so much. 
It's also a scene that's been recreated a lot in like some movies and some TV shows. Like if you watch, there's a specific Who's the Boss episode that recreates that same scene when uh, Tony and Angela get like stuck overnight in like a cabin. That's cool. And they have to like reuse it. So if you know the movie, you're going to pick and, up on that. And reference. that is a romantic comedy, right? What? Who's the boss? It happened one night. Oh, it happened one night. Um, Yeah, I guess you would define I would define it more as a comedy. Uh, it's a romance. <laughs> Yes, it's a romance. It's <laughs> a romantic but, comedy. But it's not, that's not the only it's like It's a comedic part. romance. Yeah. Like, I, wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't compare it to like a 27 Dresses. Yeah, Or like that's more movie. strictly like romantic <laughs> comedy. No, but. <laughs> There's anyway. no Catherine Heigl in this one. <laughs> no, no. And I, I, um, I, and it's Frank Capra. Okay. Enough, but um, I'm surprised when I was doing my research for this that Clark Gable did this before Gone with the Wind. And he did not win any Oscar for Gone with the Wind. He only won one for it happened one it happened night. One night, interesting. Yep. And I think it's just the fact that it's one of the one of the movies that won the big five. It's pretty pretty impressive. So that's nice. my ten through six. Jen, take it away. Okay, so my number ten is nineteen ninety seven Titanic. No, you yes. didn't put that as the best. I that did is do it. Awful. I was that so is... close to putting it on mine. But I did it. I fought it. But it's Leo. I did it, guys. You have to. It's Leo and Oh it's my Leo. God, you're gonna get No, actually when I was thinking I was debating if I was gonna put it because when I was looking at all the other contenders, the only other one that if I had to pick would be as good as it gets. Everything else <laughs> for nineteen ninety seven. Put the headphones back okay, on. Okay, put the headphones back on. This is my time now. And oh so my God. I would have. So anyway, Titanic. Yes. I think. What's your the, favorite scene? I think for the production value, I think for everything yeah. put together, it's it's. I know it's it's very long, but like That's fine, I saw said. it in theaters like five times just for Leo. So like that is hardcore dedicated. So for me, like 1997 is Titanic. Yeah. Like I still have the VHS, the double VHS box set. Like it's just I don't know. Let me ask you a question, Jen, because of Titanic. Would you say that that movie somehow? like intrigued you it was more about the award seasons because like I, mm. I could tell you i really didn't care too much about award seasons but for some reason after titanic like i paid a little more attention to it well at the time i was really at that time i don't know that i could say like it did because i don't know i mean i watched i used to watch the awards with, like, with my mom anyway for, like the red carpet like for the, everything yeah. yeah and so like I don't know if it added to it, but it definitely rooted. I rooted but so much I had for more to root for because of Leo. Cause I was like, Leo. <laughs> um, so What's my favorite scene is actually, so while it is the other thing with Titanic is that I like that at least some of it was based on actual history. Like the fact that you had John Jacob Astor, you had the Macy's on there, like how they were like, there was some factual things that did happen. Not everything was real. Like obviously Jack and Rose, but like, it had some semblance and I just like the old like 1912 look of everything. And my favorite scene is actually at the end when she's passing away and she flash in her dream. She's flashing back that she's at the staircase she goes back in. and she goes back. That in was a good she, moment. And she's like climbing and she sees in there because like that was such like a, a fairy tale. Aww. ending. Like, it was a nice ending and she passes away and she gets to be with him. So I don't know. I just thought it was a really nice. Thought. I love it. I love this number 10. Her number 10 is amazing. My number 9 is Schindler's List. Nah, oh, it's so low. Kinda it's low, <laughs> but it's a di- it's a very sad movie. So oh. <laughs> I was like, "Wait, that's actually kind of low." <laughs> it's it's very sad. Um my number uh, do I go best scene for this do you too? Have a fa- yeah, if you have one. 
Um, well, this was hard. I don't know that I could say I have favorite scenes from Schindler's List. Like, it's just not yeah. a movie to be like. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. can watch this scene over and over yeah, again. Like, <laughs> um, but I guess when you see the little girl with the red coat. That that was my number two. That was like Something a nice, else topped it when I, uh, when I get to my it. My number eight is Rocky. Oh, that's all my worst. The training list. montage. Oh, yes. Rocky's such a good movie. Like, I don't know. I enjoy it. I like I the love Rocky. Story. It's iconic. I love yeah. Rocky. I just, I like everything about it. My number seven. Here you go, David. Don't take off your headphones this time. My number seven, because this is a personal choice. Oh, my God. Is The Godfather, that 1972. Oh, my God. Um, sorry. And then my number six is On the Waterfront, 1954. Ooh. And it's actually, so the scene I like the most is when Carl Malden, he plays the... Uh, the pastor, the minister, mm-hmm. and his whole monologue, which I believe is in What's inside the church. What's your favorite scene in The Godfather? So, anything obviously without Pacino, because he's just so strong in it. Um, but you know, All I right. don't know that I can point to one particular <laughs> thing. Leo, so I didn't get any favorite scenes on these. Oh, but that's fine. Um, actually, for my honorable mentions, I just uh, there was three movies that are not going to withstand the test of time as like the greatest. But they were definitely personal favorites as far as best pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gladiator, The Departed, and Birdman. Oh, I love Birdman. Yeah. And, and love Birdman. And Departed. But uh, my number 10, as far as the best best picture winners, uh, is actually Sound of Music. Really? Back That's in uh, 1965. Deep cut. Good one, yeah. Leo. So it's funny. As, as you're making the list, Like my number one thing about making this list is, like, yeah, I could like the movie. But when you think back on this, like, is this movie an icon? Is this movie one of the greatest movies that you think of? And Sound of Music... I mean, it still kind of resonates with What's people. your favorite song? <laughs> can, can you please so, perform it's it? It's still Do Re Mi because uh, I, uh, I still know it and I still yeah. every once in a while slips into my head. Uh, my number nine, Silence of the Lambs. Yes. Uh, same thing as you mentioned, that Anthony Hopkins performance is so, ridiculous. If I had to do a favorite scene, I forgot to mention it before, it probably would be when he is in the cage. The cage. And then he kills those cops. Oh, my God. So, And I also like the end when... He's escaped. They get okay. Buffalo Bill, and then he calls Clarice, and they have that one last conversation. I think that's super strong as well. Anything with him and Clarice is oh, just yeah. like it, it gives you like it, it just makes you feel uncomfortable. Oh yeah. Um, my number eight, West Side Story. Yes. Yeah. West oh, Side. what's your favorite? I guess song, right? For I, would you say scene or favorite song for this for this movie for West Side Story? Yeah. Oh my God, it's uh, it's I I guess it's I want to live in America. Yeah, that's Jenny's too. Yeah, that's one of them. For me, is Maria. I love Maria. So there, it's funny because like back in uh, back in sixth sixth grade, I actually performed West Side Story. Who in were my, you in my school? Uh, it was just more like the ensemble oh, okay. thing. But uh, I remember dressing up like Bernardo. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> but like, no, the movie absolutely it's fantastic. To me, I mean, it's and the fact that it's honestly it is Romeo and Juliet for a different yep. generation. Uh, and then my number seven, One Flew Over a Cuckoo's Nest. Jack Nicholson is just like uh, it's, just it's so great, so amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my number six, Gone with the Wind. So it didn't make my list. Gone with the Wind. Yeah. So I think Gone with the Wind was one of the movies that I remember th- thinking about it, and I'm like, oh, this is gonna be so boring. I don't want to watch it. I don't think it's gonna be entertaining. I saw it in school. I was in history. Were class. we in high school? Yeah, in history class, Mr. Rodriguez. Rodriguez um, showed you Gone with the he Wind. He put Gone with oh, the wow. Wind on, and I was like blown away by just like how much I was invested into this movie. I'm like, oh wow, this is. And then knowing it's one of the classics, you know, Jen hasn't seen it. Really, Gone with the Wind. Yeah. I have not. It's worth it just to see. It's Clark yeah. and Scarlett. 
Yeah. Uh, I'll get to it one day. <laughs> it's long. I'll get it's not it's not even the length for me. It's just uh, That's what she said. I just find <laughs> there are certain themes in movies it's, that I just don't gravitate towards because I just find them to be very heavy subjects fair. and very upsetting. This isn't to about me. slavery. Oh, but there's a plantation. It's just it's it's all in the it's and Hattie all McDaniel. Alluded. Oh wow, she won the Oscar for for Gone with the Wind. It's all Did alluded yeah. to it. Like it just. Mm, Alrighty, I don't one know. One day. All right, Ryan, what do you got? Um, two honorable mentions is West Side Story and Silence of the Lambs. Okay. Um, I'll be honest, I don't have many scenes because I couldn't figure out for some. That's fine. Uh, number ten, Green Book. Oh my god! Ooh. You're gonna piss off a lot of people right now. It's a good movie. It's a great it's a, movie. It's an amazing. It's a great movie. movie. A great I was. Movie. This is yeah. Ryan's it's a opinion. solid number ten. <laughs> Go for it. Number nine, Sound of Music. Nice. Yeah. Another Sound number, of Music fan. Good job. Number eight, Schindler's List. Love it. Number seven, One Who Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh, we have it both at number seven. Awesome. Bro. <laughs> Number six, uh, American Beauty. And for that one, I do have a scene. Nice. I can't remember Jared Lowe's character, but when he confronts uh, the dad, is so emotional. I'm even invested in it. Because like, even confronting any family member that you haven't talked to in a while, I can kind of get behind that. Okay. So, yeah, that resonated with me. And that was number seven, right? Yep. Uh, that was number six. Number six. six. All right, so bring us home. Do five through two. Number five, I have Birdman. Okay. Number four, Departed. Oh. Number three, I have Rocky, and for that, the final fight. And for number two, The Godfather, and for that, the horse's head. Oh, nice. nice. All right, Leo. All right, so my number five, Schindler's List. Yeah, and I just like Jenny mentioned, like the I guess the the scene with the little girl in the red dress. But you really the the movie is so freaking heavy. There's nothing like a I guess rewatchability is a different like textured animal there. Yeah. <laughs> but my number four. And it's the movie that you thought I'd never seen before, Ben Hur. Yeah, when you told me you saw Ben Hur, I was like, "That's not." I'm like, "This is not a Marvel movie." You're like, "Wait, what?" what? No, bro. So Ben Hur, I still remember watching it for the first time, and I just love that so much. the The twist that I never saw coming, mm-hmm. it still gets me. Um, was the, what's your favorite scene? It's, I think it's it's when they when we discover the fact that the teacher or the the the, the, the person speaking throughout the whole movie that they keep mentioning in the background is actually Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like, that was like, wow, I did not see that coming. Um, my number three, Casablanca. Well done, sir. And my numero dos, Godfather 2. Very good. Jen? So, my number... Five. Five, The Apartment, 1960. Um, I really like when he goes to show her his new office, and then he takes out his hat and he's like, I spent $15 on this hat <laughs> and this bowler hat. And he shows her and then she she's like, he's like, how do I look? And then she hands him her mirror and he realizes it's the same cracked mirror that he gave his boss back from his affair before. Um, then my number four is Casablanca. 1943. Nice. So it's when Ilsa asked Sam to play As Time Goes By, yes. which is their song. Oh, My number three is An American in Paris, because obviously Gene, Gene Kelly. Kelly. 
Um, and my favorite thing is the whole ballet sequence. The one at the end, right? The 17 yeah. minute long one. There's really no um, dialogue or interruption. And it's um, super choreographed. And the only person that could ever pull it off is Gene Kelly. Kelly. Wow. And it was um, also, I think, a big proponent that after that, there really hadn't been anything like that in movies, maybe until like West Side Story. Did you say 17 minutes? Yeah. 17 That's minutes incredible. long. All and it was movies, all a single take. All like his movies um, had. All his musicals ended with a very long take. That's incredible. And um, and I also I think it was also something big for a lot of people to see. Um, I would say a straight male performing ballet mm-hmm. because you didn't always see it. Maybe mm-hmm. besides Fred Astaire. Um, and then number two is it happened one night. So my favorite oh, is yes. when they try to flag the car down and then yes, she, like and it. then Clark Gable is like, I have this whole thumb technique it's and so he shows funny. her different ways and the cars pass by. None of them <laughs> stop. And then she's like, she gets up from the fence that she was sitting on and she's like, right. I'm going to flag it down and I won't use my thumb. And he's like, no, you're not. Ha ha. And then he, she goes and she lifts her skirt and shows her leg. And, and immediately the car stops. <laughs> Hilarious. It's so funny. And then he's just like, his, his face, face drops was everything and there. It was great. Um, and my number one is West Side Story. And I would say America is one of my favorite parts, but the whole movie is like great. Alrighty. So I will go through my number five is Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King. It really? is. Oh, yeah, man. Nice. I mean, it's literally the most. The movie that's won the most Oscars. Wow! It's the last movie to sweep, meaning it went eleven for eleven, nominated eleven times, won eleven Oscars. Nice. Um, it's, I think, it, one of the best conclusions of a trilogy because we have our favorite trilogies like yeah. Dark Knight, Dark Knight trilogy, Godfather future, trilogy, yeah. but I don't think any of those ended. As perfectly as as well Return of the King does, I will say this: I hate the trilogy, and I will say the end, it does end well. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> we got the vote of confidence. Thanks, Ryan. Of someone that hates the trilogy. So my favorite scene is that final battle where Aragon turns to, turns around and he's like, "For Frodo," because they know that everything Frodo's done to get this destroy this goddamn ring, and then they know win or you know win or lo- lose here. If Frodo doesn't get this done, we're all toast. It doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. So the fact that he's like for Frodo, it's such a powerful scene. My number four is Schindler's List. Nice. And I actually do have a favorite scene. <laughs> so, <laughs> so my favorite scene in the movie, probably the most impactful of the movie is it's towards the end. He creates this list and he becomes a fugitive. The war's over, and Oscar Schindler is now a fugitive. Everyone wants to capture him, and they help him escape. And not only do they help him escape, you have that moment where Oscar's like, if I sold this, I could have had more. I could have saved more. Yeah, That scene was so impactful. And, yes, it's a scene I could watch over and over again. It's a really powerful scene. Yeah. It, uh, it sucks that he – it was just a – you know how you say, Leo, wrong, just the wrong year? Yeah. Tom Hanks was there. He wasn't going to win. It just sucks because he's so good, good performance. The, so good in this movie. Um, my number three is Casablanca. Nice. It's – I mean, what can, be, what can yeah. we say? It's, so, it's a perfect movie. And I actually was going to use the song as my favorite scene, but I went with the classic. I went with the – he's looking at you, he's kid. He's looking at you, kid. Fun fact, the piece of the plane was used in the great movie ride 
in Disney MGM Studios. Oh, shoot. And the other piece of that plane is currently on Jungle Cruise in Walt Disney World. Uh, but yeah, Casablanca, it's iconic. My number two and one, my number two is The Godfather. Oh, you put Godfather yes. number two, which yeah. means you're... Yeah. My it. number two is Godfather. Favorite scene is the baptism. It's one of the best oh, scenes dude, it's ever. Just, yes. And then my number one is The Godfather Part Two. It's my favorite movie of all time. Favorite scene is the hotel room where Kate tells Michael that he she had an abortion. <sighs> that slap. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's the best performance I think I've ever seen ever. And I think they were dating at the time, so Remember you said that for the real yeah, effect. Yeah, it was so, pretty yeah. crazy. And why it's my number one, outside of the fact that it's my favorite movie, it's the fact that the Academy had the balls to not only give it a nomination, but give a sequel best picture. And at that time, that's so foreign. And they hate giving sequels wins now. Look at Toy Story 4. It's having a hard time getting through the finish line for yeah. animated feature. So that's my number one. Leo, what's your number one? Uh, so, yeah, much like yourself, you can't do one and two. They're pretty much interchangeable. They're both iconic movies. Yep. Um, I stuck with Godfather 2 as my number two, but Godfather 1 is my number one. Very um, good. And, yeah, uh, honestly, yeah, that, that baptism scene, the way, like, the music just ties everything together. And it's just, like, all these storylines are getting wrapped up. It's just amazing. That's uh, my number one. And Rye? I went with Godfather 2. And good. I agree with David with the abortion scene. It is so great. And Jen did not even put Godfather 2 on her list. But she included Titanic. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right. So let's have fun now. And let's do our worst best picture winners, and who would we replace it with? Yes. Now that's so, the main thing here is you can you can talk the talk about how bad this movie was, but you so got to back it up with who should have been there. Go ahead, Ry. I need to start off with the first couple of mine. Like I don't know many Oscar movies, so I go with some that I do like. I just don't like as much. Okay. That didn't. Make my well, no, my ten yeah. doesn't have movies I hate. Same, same, Ryan. So some of these are okay. movies that. Were very good, mm -hmm. but I think who lost was better. This one should have been better. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So my number ten is Forrest Gump, nineteen ninety four. That's my number ten. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love Forrest Gump, but there is no way in this world that it's better than Pulp Fiction. Ooh. There is no way in this world that it's better than Shawshank Redemption. Who would I have picked to win? Pulp Fiction. I think okay. Pulp Fiction is the best movie of the nineties. I think Pulp Fiction changed filmmaking in terms of. It's the style of making non-linear storylines work. So that's who I would pick. Okay. My number nine is a movie that I think is just fine. The King's Speech, 2010. Ooh. There's no way in hell. You hate that movie so I don't much. hate The King's Speech. I, I just incredible. Oh, I think I think Colin Firth is, is incredible. Colin Firth should have won Best Actor. I have no problem with that. The movie is not better than The Social Network. <laughs> Nothing in that movie outside of Colin Firth is better than The Social Network. Directing. Score, cinematography, nothing. Screenplay, nothing in that movie's better than The Social Network except Colin Firth. So, obviously, I would pick uh, The Social Network. My number eight is Rocky, 1976. I love Rocky, but as I said, there is nothing that will tell me that Rocky is better than Taxi Driver. Nothing <laughs> in this world that will tell me it's better than Taxi Driver. You guys can argue with me, but no way. Nah. Absolutely not. All right. My number seven is Jen's favorite movie of all time, Titanic. 
Ooh. It's not my favorite movie of all time. Why did I say that? I was just kidding. Nowhere. So here's my thing. Titanic is... You're going to give me a bad rap. Titanic is a good movie. It is. It's a good movie. Technically, it's masterful. I think everything technically... Yeah, so visually, I'm not incredible. one of those that shits on Titanic because it's a bad movie. I just really, really think LA Confidential is a mm. fucking masterpiece. Okay. And... It wasn't gonna win. That bolt, that mount, it didn't. Mm, that Titanic was not like. I mean, it was. It fair, wasn't gonna win back <laughs> then. That movie, like it trend, it had it's so transcended. much going transcended. Yeah, yeah, like the the technical things of it, the visuals, like yeah. It's funny because that's why I thought that Avatar was gonna beat Hurt Locker because it kind of had, had all the, that same stuff, except like it didn't have as much mainstream because it didn't have Leo or Kate Winslet. But like it was a machine in 2009. Gotcha. So I thought it was going to win. But yeah, I love LA Confidential. I think LA Confidential is so great. It took, it's one of the best noirs I've ever seen. It's so great. And then my number six is Braveheart. <laughs> <laughs> I am shocked it's that low because I know you don't like it at all. Yeah, it gets pretty bad after this. <laughs> From here on, these are movies I don't like. Got like, it. I just do not like. Got it. I hate Braveheart. You do Braveheart hate Braveheart. It does not stink. It's fucking stinks. It's not terrible. It is. It took me, like, I really thought about, like, what... I would have preferred to win. And that's actually why it was so low. Because honestly, everything else fucking sucked. <laughs> like, I didn't really think. If I had to pick something else, it's probably the movie I like the most. And it doesn't suck per se. It's fine. I like Apollo 13 quite a bit. But this isn't part of the of our assignment for the week. But a movie that should have been nominated and should have won is Heat. Ooh. Heat wasn't even nominated for Best Picture. And it, and it probably is the best movie out of all those that were nominated. And that's my 10 through 6. Jen, take it away. Okay, my number 10 is Gone with the Wind. <laughs> oh, wow. And Wait, I haven't seen but it. You've never even seen I it. I know. Leo, she said you ain't shit. That's exactly what but she I'm said. But I'm going to tell you why. So I have seen the one that I would replace it with. Oh, and Wizard I feel like this movie is still relevant despite it being um, released in 1939 that you could watch this movie right now and you would see how still to date government is exactly the same way oh, yes, and we've yes. changed nothing. Well, yes, I know Okay, you're like it, nothing has changed and you're kind of just mind boggled like, really? It's been what, 1939, 80? How old is my grandma? My grandma was math. born in 38, 80, 83, 82 <laughs> years old. So my my pick, my replacement would be Mr. Smith Goes to yes, Washington. Yes, so great. And it has James Stewart, and it's a fantastic movie, and I don't really want to give it away, but it there, it was going to be Gone with the Wind, I feel like, just because mm-hmm. of the stage and just everything that went into the production. But Mr. Smith Goes to Washington was what Jimmy deserved to win for. Yes. And then the movie itself. I believe it's Frank Capra Frank Capra, also. too. So, um, there is a scene, not to yeah. cut Jenny off, there's a scene in Mr. Smith Goes to Washington where he's in a courtroom. Is it the filibuster? The one in the courtroom? I don't know. Well, it, it's the Supreme Court. Yeah, when he's the one, <laughs> what, he's in the courtroom, and it's probably like a, I think like a really long take. And you just see him drenched in sweat. That sounds like a filibuster scene. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I think it's a filibuster. So Um, great. Go ahead. So good. My number nine is 1956. Uh, The winner was Around the World in 80 Days. I think it should be replaced by Giant. Giant Giant did it. Is such a great movie. Damn, that's a good one. Uh, Rock Hudson, James Dean, Elizabeth Taylor. Oh, yes. It's about uh, basically these two oil magnets. 
it's it's great movie. Also very big production to yeah, undertake. For that time. And one of the best, I think, James Dean performances. I would even say I enjoy his performance here over Rebel Without a Cause. So do I. And he's only, he really only had three. But um, very, very good. Uh, my number eight is 1958 with Gigi. And then I would say Cat on a Hot Tin Roof should have won for this movie. You have Paul Newman. Again, you have Elizabeth Taylor. You can, if you mm-hmm. watch the movie, you can thank me for how she looks. Oh yes, <laughs> in that movie alone, um, and it's just a, it's such a good movie, and it's about family dynamic, and um, obviously it was a, I believe it's a Tennessee Williams play, but I mm, think it deserved it to win over Gigi. My number seven. Now this was one that like I don't hate the movie, and it's a great movie, but I really love this movie, and I would have preferred this one winning so it's 1988 rain man um mm. replaced by working girl oh my god so <laughs> i don't think anyone here has seen working girl it's rain man is a classic mike nichols it's uh directed i believe he wrote it it's melanie griffith harrison ford sigourney weaver you should watch it. It's like really, really good. And I think it's very, um, it's still relatable today, even though it was set. But in the is 80s. there a scene in a casino where two men pretty much bankrupt the casino? I don't no, think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. Do they go to Kmart? Anyway, no. So my number six is 1989 with Driving Miss Daisy. Thank you. That's good why one. I love you so much. But I don't think we picked the same movie to win <laughs> that year. We both think she's we like, shouldn't have won. Yeah, she, but. but. <laughs> like, um, so I actually think, and this for me is just because it's a personal fave, and I think the whole movie is fantastic. Dead Poets Society should have oh, won. Oh, that's such a good and movie. And only because I feel like it's a movie that you can watch over and over and over again, and you can still relate to it despite the fact of its setting. And then I think you can just take so much away from it. Um, yeah. And then oh, oh, Captain, Captain, my, my Captain, Captain, baby. Oh, yo, we're like synced up today. <laughs> was that your number like six? That was my number six. All right, right. I mean, Leo. Uh, all right, my number. So I have an honorable mention. But it's a weird honorable mention because like it's Moonlight. No, that's not. That's on my list. That's literally oh, that's, that's there. Well done. Um, no, my my honorable mention is Slumdog Millionaire in two thousand eight. Now, don't I love Slumdog Millionaire? Um, Are we I, doing the I, same kind? I, of? Well, I don't. Yeah, it's like I don't even. I don't think that Dark Knight would have beaten it. Really, it could have beaten it. But let's not let's not sleep on Slumdog Millionaire. It was an incredible yeah, movie yeah, too. Yeah, I agree. I just think to not even be nominated is ridiculous. I agree. But my number 10, I love this movie, but I think something was better than it, Forrest Gump. Yes. So unlike David, however, I believe the best movie of the 90s was Shawshank Redemption. No hate there, man. But Yeah, but I think we both agree that, yeah, Forrest Gump was amazing, but it's just, yeah. Yeah, it it sucks because... I don't want to throw shade. Absolutely. Because we, I don't think anyone here dislikes Forrest Gump. No, no, no. But it's, it's just not as good as the yeah. other two. Shawshank is like, uh, it's the, the rewatchability is incredible. And I made it's... Jenny like ball watching <laughs> Shawshank Redemption. So, <laughs> Oh my God, he broke me. I didn't really want to watch it at first because I was just like, this is going to be really sad, isn't it, yeah. David? It's and actually he's like, not... no, it's not sad. It's not sad. It's not sad. <laughs> and I was like, no, it's going to be sad. So, Leo, like, it's no. not... you... And then we watched it and then... So, Done. Leo, I don't think outside of the scene that Jenny broke down, which I get why she broke down. Yes. And I don't think the movie's that sad. So it's not that even sad, but like the mood of the film mm-hmm. is very somber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I, you're not watching this if you're having a bad day. <laughs> what? Do, I mean, we weren't so supposed sad. to do this, but like favorite. Do you have a favorite scene in that? Because I Shawshank? really like 
the scene when they're on the roof and they're having beer oh. and they're just uh, like enjoying the fact that they can have a beer. So I, I do love anything with anything with red. Anytime that yeah. red came into the scene, it's a, and he's like trying to figure him out. And like when he, the first, the first, um, the first, uh, I guess voiceover of him describing him, he's, there was something different about him. Yep. Like there's this, um, but yeah, no Shawshank for me was my number, my number. It should have been the winner in, in 94. All right. Uh, Rocky is my number. Yeah. is my Thank number. You. <laughs> Thank nine. you, Leo. Again, Rocky, I can ro- I can watch yep. every single day, no matter what. Um, but I believe Taxi Driver was clearly the better film. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna get too much into it because it's like bashing Rocky, and I don't want to bash. I wanna, we can't bash, bash Rocky. Rocky, but yeah, I'm with you. I think you're gonna love my number eight because it's Braveheart. Braveheart. You actually have it on a worst list. I have it again. This is not worse. It's just something else should yes, have won. Yes, yes, yes. Braveheart in '95. Apollo 13 should have won. Yeah, easily. Um, my number seven, Shape of Water. <sighs> I so love the Shape of Water. Wrong. Shape of Water is an incredible movie. I oh think it was different. It was a different kind of winner, but I don't think it was better than Get Out. I think Get Out changed. Um, I think Get Out changed cinema. I think that there was a very different type of movie that made it more significant. I feel like it's the same thing you described of Pulp Fiction changing it. Mm -hmm. I think Get Out had that same impact. It got people way more interested in filmmaking than... Well, making horror films, especially. So in my my, my opinion... Yeah, I I respect your opinion there. Um, My number six, you're going to hate me. (laughs) Chicago. I don't love. I thought, you, I thought you loved Chicago. I like it fine enough. Okay, I don't. But I think Chicago winning over Gangs of New York is. Uh, I I would have picked Gangs of New York on that one. Yeah, I think I would have gone with that. I'm not passionate enough about either one to be like. Okay. It should have made my. It's funny because I don't have Moonlight on my list because I love Moonlight. But it's you love just Moonlight, yeah. I just love La La Land a lot more. Fair. It's one of those like. I, I can't do that too much. That's why I just went with the one that well, with yeah. Pulp Fiction and, and yeah. that being the year that I like. I loved it, but it wasn't like. That's fair. All right, go ahead. Uh, you want me to, that was number six, right? That was number six. All right, Ryan, go for it. All right, number 10. This is where I might get some shit. Um, Annie Hall. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, wow. I, loved, I know. Like I said, I know I suck, but I oh. enjoyed the movie. It's just not a movie for me. What would you it's have picked Ryan, to win, though? Yeah, what would have won instead of Annie Hall? A movie that I find to be iconic, a movie with, that has a lot of rewatchability, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, Annie Hall versus Star Wars. I mean, Wars. I love Star Wars. Obviously, we, I love Star yeah. Wars. Yeah. Let's be honest. Like, our our lives iconic. were more formed by Star yeah. Wars than Annie Hall. That's actually a really good argument. Yeah, that's a good argument, Rye. Huh. I still right, love Annie Hall though. So. <laughs> no, I loved it too. Don't get me wrong, but it's just not a Ryan movie. Like, Have you I... seen Jenny? Because that's a romantic comedy. Have you seen Annie Hall? Not really. I've seen like bits and pieces here, but it's Woody Allen, and I personally don't really. That's fair. Like Woody Allen, I don't know. He's, oh, he's Annie... Tarantino before Tarantino. I feel like he. No, but I like Quentin Tarantino. I hate Tarantino. Oh yeah, no. See, like Woody Allen to me, I just feel like I don't know. He outkicks his coverage on all of these. That like, doesn't dying... mean that the movies are bad. Yeah, but we you like but, Adam Sandler, but and Andy... he outkicks his coverage <laughs> in every movie. That's different. That's so different. This w- so. Eh. All right, go ahead. I don't know. Go I don't ahead, really Rye. gravitate to the whole like. I'm not gonna lie. If if, if, if Rye's gonna take out Annie Hall, he picked the perfect movie yeah, to yeah, take it out for. Yeah. Did, did, you. did you plot that or did you like know right from the get? You're like, 
I don't like. No, it. I was scared shitless, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go. I'm, like, I'm going to get some shit. Go um, number nine, Chicago, and I pick Gangs of New York yeah. over it. Yes, good job. Um, number eight, and here's where David's going to hate if me. If you say Lord of the Rings, you can just hang <laughs> up right now. All right. I'm- I was going to say hang up right now over <laughs> Lost in Translation no, or no. any other of the categories because oh. I still hate that movie. You know I do. So, yeah. Um, but here's why I win you back, Dave. Don't worry. Moonlight over La La Land. I love you guys. <laughs> and, then- and number six, Forrest Gump over Pulp Fiction. Oh, see? Nice. I guess we all have Forrest Gump on here. And, Ryan, don't worry about it because if he hasn't divorced me yet, you're totally safe. Oh. <laughs> All right, Ryan, uh, take us back to five through one. Uh, Braveheart over Apollo 13. Yeah, so King's Speech over Inception or, or uh, Toy Story 3, I couldn't decide. Um, Shakespeare wait, 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 in wait, Love. Wait, you, you, said, you said Inception or Toy Story 3? Not the yeah. social network? Ooh, wait, you don't, we can't gloss over I, this. Interesting. So I, you, you wouldn't put social network, though. I wasn't, it wasn't a Ryan movie. <laughs> I enjoyed it. It was fine. It was well done. Oh my Because it's funny because I thought he was going to say Inception or Social Network, so yeah. I wasn't even paying attention. But I was like, wait a second. Yeah. Toy Story 3. That's blasphemy. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all, right, all right. Go ahead, Ryan. Shakespeare in Love over Saving Private Ryan. Preach, brother. Yeah. And Titanic over Goodwill Hunting. Oh. Ooh. I like, I'm, I mean, I love my LA Confidential, but Goodwill is another nice great one. movie. And that's your number two or one? That's my number two. All right. Uh, just Rhonda, go back to your number one. Yeah. Uh, my number one is Dances with Wolves over Goodfellas. I think you guys. <laughs> Blasphemy. That's some bullshit. Number. I'm still <laughs> Same number one. All right. Yeah, cool. My number five is Moonlight winning over La La Land. Yeah. I just, I just love La La, Do La Land not, so much like, more. Do you not – I remember like a few years ago I had commented on your status because – about Moonlight, you say you didn't like Moonlight. So, so it's much, not right? that, yeah, I just, I just, I, I, I just couldn't connect with it. I just mm. didn't feel as much invested into it. La La Land just, it was more of a Leo movie. To, to I oh guess yeah, the, I just and it's it. much more rewatchable. Yeah, so much more yeah. rewatchability. Uh, my number four, King's Speech. Oh, fantastic! I pick Inception as the oh. winner that year. Um, because again, I think the filmmaking endeavor that it was is just incredible. The Hans Zimmer score, I, I just felt like it's it was fantastic. Better. But if Social Network had won. Would not be upset oh, yeah, whatsoever. Not at all. Um, number three, and I like this movie. I like this movie a lot, but Crash winning over Brokeback Mountain. Aw, look at you supporting bad movies. I like Crash. <laughs> Crash is such a garbage. It's not garbage. It's such garbage. But right. my number two is uh, Dances with Wolves over Goodfellas. That's your number two. Wow. That's my number two. My I'm- number one is. Shakespeare in Love over Saving Private Ryan. Beating Saving Private Ryan. Wow. And I'm a rom-com fan. I love romance, but it's just something I I thought you would like. I just figured the way I did number two and one, because we're kind of in the same boat there. I love Goodfellas. I really like Saving Private Ryan. I thought that's how I differentiated. I love Saving Private Ryan more than Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Nice. Yeah. Jen? So, my number five is Braveheart. So I would put Apollo 13 there, 1995. We're all such smart individuals. <laughs> <laughs> My number four is 1990, Dances with Wolves. <laughs> but this one, I, wow. while I so love low. Goodfellas so more, I feel like I'm a little torn here because I really also like Awakenings, and it's a good film. It's not better than Goodfellas. 
Uh, so my number three, 1994, Forrest Gump. I would pick Pulp Fiction. Yep. Nice. Um, my number two is Shakespeare in Love, <laughs> 1998. Um, I would pick Saving Private Ryan, and I've only seen half of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much Shakespeare is. Half of Saving Private Ryan is better than the whole movie. <laughs> Saving Private. And then my number one. Yeah, go. My number one is 1946, The Best Years of Our Lives. And I would put in It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. Oh, Amen such to a that one. one. Yeah. Amen to that one. All right. So rounding my five, I have number five, Shakespeare in Love, Saving Private Ryan. Number four, Driving Miss Daisy. Dead Poet Society is who I would have chosen oh, to own this picture. Oh, so You too. Number four. I mean, number three is How Green Was My Valley, 1941, who should have won Citizen Kane. Easily, Citizen Kane should always win everything. Number two, <laughs> it's. I'll say this. I'll say this. I'm gonna preface this that I think Crash is worse than Dancing with Wolves. <laughs> Just want to put that out there. Okay, okay. But I don't think that who should have won is better than Goodfellas. So my number two is Crash beating Brokeback Mountain, and then my number one is Dancing with Wolves beating Goodfellas. Crash fucking. Stinks. No, it doesn't. It stinks. The cast is heavens. incredible. It is oh, really yeah, good but movie. It's, it's it's very much an Oscar film, though. If you look at it, Oscar winner. You have a lot of <laughs> you have a lot of it's really terrible. good star power there. Yeah, you have power. all the different stories. You have a social theme in it. I mean, the who directed it? I don't. Oh, that Paul, Paul Haggis. I mean. It, Whatever it had movie. things written where you knew it was gonna end up here at least. So let's I don't know that about Best Picture, but it was gonna end up. Yeah, and we all we all agree maybe not the winner, but it wasn't terrible. Oh, I think it's terrible. <laughs> oh, I actually think it's a not a good movie. Yeah, it's just you know I I, I first saw it when after it won because I didn't even see it, so I was like, all right, let me just watch it. It was fine, and I watch it a few more times after i think i've seen it like four or five times and i i just i progressively dislike it more every time so it's funny there was a um there was a few movies that i was making the list that i was shocked that weren't best picture winners like but I, I i couldn't put citizen kane on my list because i hadn't seen the winner but citizen kane is like one of the staples I mean, of cinema literally is listed as the greatest movie yeah. ever made so i'm like so. i mean i wanted to put it on there but i'm like but I, I guess technically because i haven't seen the other one i can't really say yeah but like it was incredible that it wasn't a winner there's a few other movies that weren't even like weren't winners and i'm like damn you're, yeah, you're still remembered through the te- like through time but you were beaten by something that was like not it's crazy all right so that brings us to 2019 and we are going to i can't wait to hear Ryan's predictions more than anybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have Avengers Endgame winning all the awards, even though they weren't nominated for many awards. <laughs> it doesn't shock me, Leo. It does not shock me whatsoever. And in the write-in palette. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. for Best Director. Didn't Director? Direct, he didn't direct anything. <laughs> um, all right, so we're going to do all 24 categories here. Do you want to like name the category and all of us go through or who we would pick as a winner? Or yep. how do you want to do this? Okay. So let's do that. And if you have a what should win or uh, what will win, we could do that. Okay. Let's just start with the shorts because every year <laughs> – this is what I do with the shorts, just to give you a heads up. For the shorts, I flip a coin or I pick the one with the nicest the, the, the nicest title. Me too. That's literally how I work with the shorts. Same. I don't have time to watch them. I don't like – 
If I recognize a word, you don't have time to watch the shorts. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that. So good job, Ryan. Because I would have to say you don't watch the shorts, but meanwhile you have plenty of time to watch Joker five times, including on the last part. I was not gonna say that last part. You have time to watch The Irishman like three times because these are on Netflix and I own it. I'd have to go to the theater to watch these. They don't have them available even on like the Academy website. You have to go to the theater. They're doing a shorts screening now mm. anywho so for animated short i have hair love that's who i have winning animated short. that's the one you saw the logo was really cute i think i wanted to go hair love too <laughs> what about you? do you guys have anything on that for animated short? i have sister animated short so ryan goes to sister animated short i ended up going hair love oh i think it's gonna be hair love actually because it's about a dad doing his daughter's, daughter's hair. hair right yeah that's gonna be that's a good social and Where? now with the whole Kobe thing, maybe that even yeah. Oh, yeah. more. That's a win. That's All right. So best documentary short. I have learning to skateboard in a war zone winning. Okay. I actually have the Nefta football club. Oh, that actually sounds pretty good too. Yeah. I love Ryan, what do you have? Boom. St. Louis Superman for obvious reasons. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> isn't, that, wait isn't that documentary short? Is that doc short? Yeah. We were doc short. Yeah. Oh, wow, I thought we were doing short yeah. film. Oh, my bad. Then Doc Short, I have St. Louis Superman. Jen, do you have anything there? Um, hold on. I got to pull up the whole thing. I thought you were going to read every category. No, I'm just going to go through the winners. The whole, please. Um, Doc Short. I know, I know. I'm looking. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, I guess learning to skateboard. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Learning to skateboard. You missed the whole title. Learning oh. to skateboard in a war zone if you're a girl. Duh. Oh, yeah. Duh. All right. <laughs> Best live action live action short. I have you have Nefta Football Club, Nefta right? Football, yeah, Nefta Football I Club. have Brotherhood. Okay. I have Brotherhood as well. I figured I went with sister for the animated <laughs> Right. I hope that that's the combo. I'll give you a lot of props on that. <laughs> and Jen? Um. I don't know any of these, so the neighbor's window. All right. Um, inter- international film. Is there even – does anyone Parasite. not have Parasite? It's got to be Parasite. All right. Parasite. Documentary feature. This is one of the ones that I have no idea. Which did you go with? I went with American Factory. So did I. Yeah. Nice. I went with American Factory. I have God no idea. God bless that's, America. I don't know. I don't it's know. one of those that I have – yeah. Once I Apollo have Forsama. Forsama. I have no idea. I have no idea what that's about, but that's I just actually I think that's my number two. So you're you're not like you mean as far as best sounding titles? No, two? I, <laughs> I, I actually think that's who would got it's it. not for got it, got it, got American it. Factor. I pick American Factor. Do you want? Did I mention how I got to that? Because no. Obama's producing. <laughs> oh really? Oh wow! Oh, I even love it even more now. Chen, what you said. <laughs> American Factory? Yeah. American Factory, baby. All righty. Next up is animated feature. I don't know. I, I I'm did. going with Toy Story 4. Oof. So I'm between that and Missing Link, though. No, Missing Link has no shot. You don't think? Because no film has ever won animated feature without a BAFTA nomination. Then I'll play and it safe and go Toy Story Toy 4. Sto- yeah. So right now I'm between Toy Story 4 and Klaus. Because okay. Klaus won the Annie. Uh, but I, I, I think it's Toy Story 4. This just shows they hate sequels. Because the Toy Story 4, I think, is the best of the bunch. Of the movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah that are nominated. It's, it's just because it's the fourth Got one, they, they don't want to do it. Jen, do you, are you going with Toy Story as well? Toy Story 4. All right. 
Visual effects. Wait, did uh, Ryan went Toy Story 4? Ryan, you went Toy Story yeah, 4, Yeah, I right? went Toy Story 4, yeah. All right. So, visual effects. Oh, baby. This is... I'm, I'm struggling here. I'm struggling here. So, I am going with 1917. I can't be mad at you at that, yeah. That's what I went with, but I hope for either Endgame or Star Wars. It's definitely not Star Wars. I think it's either going to be... 1917 or Avengers. Yeah, so I, it's, I think it's one of those uh-huh. where I'm like should win, could win kind of things. I really want my Endgame, but it can't go 1917 because it's just a I monster. Have, I have a quick fact about Marvel. Uh, Jabba Jen, you went with what? I think it's 1917. Yeah, and it sucks because remember we were talking about the Irishman months ago, and it's not even a yeah. contender here. Um, Marvel has never won a visual effects Oscar. Oh shoot! Which oh, wow. I don't know. Even for Infinity War? No, it lost to uh, First Man last year. Um, freaking astronauts! You don't talk about <laughs> movies like that, my friend. So yeah, I think who wants to go to space? <laughs> yeah, only, only if you're coming from space to Earth is it okay? Not going to space from Earth. Sound mixing and sound editing—is it anyone else but 1917? No, I have Do both. you think Ford v Ferrari has a shot here? Until I, I saw think 1917. Sh- I think they have a shot. Well, yeah. I, I put 1917, but if any time their Joker's a category in the category, that's my hope for. That's not going to happen. <laughs> I, I, give, I give you, you props. I mean, you should go with the courage of your convictions and pick Joker. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, that's I have, ni- I have 1917 winning both. If anyone else is going to win, it's going to be uh, Ford v. Ferrari. Yep. Uh, the most. How is that? I don't hear much about it. Ford v Ferrari. It's good. It's so really good. I walked out of Ford v Ferrari saying it's over, because <laughs> the sound mixing and sound editing is so great, especially on the final scene. <sighs> Not the final scene. The final forty-five minutes of the with the final race of Le Mans. Yeah. But then nineteen seventeen happened, and it. Oh man, nineteen seventeen is so good. Gotcha. Um, right. The mo- the category I give two shits about this year of the like, outside of the the, the shorts. Best original song. Oh yeah. So we yeah. don't have speechless, which is the one I would have. I would have gone speechless with. too. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with the Elton John and his his writer has never won an Oscar. Hmm. So I'm gonna go with them winning together. I went with uh, stand up from Harriet. All right. Yeah, like, all right. That's a good play too because if she wins, she eats egot. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Arivo, right? Arivo, yeah. yeah. Cynthia Arivo. Jen. I'm gonna love me again. Yeah, I have. I'm Rock gonna love me again. Rye. Um, this one I really don't know. I'm just gonna go with you guys and go with Love Me Again, honestly. I even forgot to fill this one in. <laughs> totally missed it. Alright, so best original score. This is another tough one. This uh, is super, super tough. I'm going fanboy on this one though. So I don't know what happened at BAFTA yet. I don't think it's that tough. Yeah, it is. It's very tough. So Nah nah, I think they're gonna give right? it to Hilder. So if nineteen seventeen wins BAFTA when I finish my predictions, uh my final final Printed predictions on Sunday. It'll be 1917, but right now I do have Joker. Cool. I have Joker. I have but Joker. BAFTA's going to give it to a British film, more than likely. Well, no. So I feel like that's. That I, dis- I disagree 100% necessarily... because last year the favorite is a British film and it didn't win Best Picture. It didn't win Director and Roma won. So they don't care if it's British anymore. They give it to who they think is deserving. Mm-hmm. If Hilder wins, it's over. I think it's over. All right. So next up is production design. So, I have Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That's who I have. It could be Parasite. But it, I think it's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You don't think Hollywood. JoJo can sneak in here? They, so the, I would love the JoJo. So, the production design group gave out their awards last night. 
and contemporary went to parasite and uh i don't know what the, t- the title of the award is but uh once upon a time in hollywood won the other one so okay. it's parasite versus once upon a time and i just think quentin turned hollywood into 1969 again so i think i got once upon a time in hollywood here cool uh, Ryan, i went parasite you went parasite Jennifer? I actually kind of hope Jojo Rabbit because I really feel like they did a really good job. Like yeah. I was really lost in the background there. I'm gonna go with Jojo. Jojo. All nice. right. Next up is makeup and hairstyling. Oh, there should there should be no one. There should be like a clear Malefic- winner on Maleficent, this one. Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. That wouldn't shock me. Really? Makeup yeah. always has like the the random. They gave one. Suicide I went 1917. Squad. I don't know, man. Up for makeup. And, so it's funny. I actually, I think I think Bombshell is gonna win. So this, I have like, Bombshell. On par- like it's. I actually I think, think they might give it to. They could give it to Judy. This is a three horse race. Yeah. And you know me, I'm an analytics guy with the Oscar. There's a correlation with best actress and makeup. <laughs> okay. So I actually I do have Bombshell, but it wouldn't shock me if either Judy or Joker wins. Joker, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. But okay. I think it's Bombshell. I, I think just think Bombshell transformed three actresses into three people that but do the academy give it they didn't really transform margot robbie no robbie no it was more on the megan kelly thing but does the academy really give a shit about megan kelly so that's another (laughs) thing that may be like but i have bombshell winning right now but it wouldn't shock me if judy or joker wins that i mean renee did look fantastic so that 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 makes sense which jen still hasn't seen i have not all right next up is film editing nominees are Parasite, Ford v Ferrari, Irishman, Joker, Jojo. I have Ford v Ferrari. I have Parasite. Yeah, Parasite. No, nothing. It, that's my number two. So, uh, Rye, what do you have? Parasite. There? Parasite. And Jen? You don't think the Irishman? That's who should win. Yeah. That's absolutely I'm going who should with the win. the Irishman. It, if she's not, but that's exactly who should win there. And then costume design, Little Women. Anyone else have little not women. have Little yeah, Women? Little Women. The only thing that may hurt it is that it lost to Jojo. For the costume award from In, their guild, okay. I still, th- I still think Little Women, and I actually went once because I just really thought the costumes in there brought me back to the really time good. as well. Cinematography, anyone not oh, have? There's, there's, this, this is, is anyone not have 1917? The Lighthouse. Nope. The Lighthouse cinematography is so great. I was so hyped when it got nominated, but yeah, 1917. Yeah. yeah. Deacon is the goat, and there's no denying that. All right, here comes the two hardest awards of the night: dun, Origi- dun, dun. original screenplay. I, 1917. So, uh, no shot. I have Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You went. You, so I went with Hollywood. Yeah. Okay. So original. Well, I, that's what I'm going to today. So original for me right now, Parasite. I mean, there's it won WGA last night. Yeah. But it won because Quentin was there. That's what hurts it. I don't know it, if he had been there. If he. If I wonder. Won. Right now they're competing at BAFTA. But against they vote each other. right there on the spot. No. Wait. What? You said if Quentin, no, Quentin, had, Quentin no, he wasn't nominated. He wasn't nominated. Yeah. Oh. There's rules he breaks when he writes his scripts that disqualifies him from ever being nominated Do you for know WG. What the rules are? So he's won three Oscars, or two Oscars, and he's never been dominated for WGA. What it's are just the rules a, that he breaks, I, I actually you know? would have to look that up for you guys. Interesting. But yeah, he's always disqualified from WGA. So today they're going against each other at BAFTA. We'll see. I think that's kind of where I lay my foundation on my final pick. If Parasite wins there, going back to Parasite. Got it. Um, although I do, I do think Parasite is the better script. Okay. Just want to put that out there. And now adapted. Shit got real last night because <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying they're going to give it to Greta because they're going to make it up. Yeah, to her. same. I don't know. 
you think on going Chocho? So it's funny. I completely, after the few last episodes that we recorded, I thought it was going to be a political thing too. I yeah. thought going Greta might be like the safe choice on this. I prefer Jojo. So do I. I always so prefer I. Jojo. Yeah, yeah, so do I. Um, and it would be, and I, I said this off the line, right? And I said this to Leo. I'm glad that Taika was ours before he was anyone else's because yeah. he's Marvel alum from the start. Absolutely. He's a geek, bro. He's one of ours. So, yeah, I think I'm going Taika. And it, I just want to hear him speak. Yes. I think his speech would be yes. fucking incredible. Uh, Rai, what do you have? Adapted screenplay. I actually have Joker. Just I'm going to throw it out there. Okay. Here's to the fools who dream. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, we got to do something. Jen? Greta. I got it. <laughs> You're on Greta, right? I think, well, because Little Women was done so well. I actually think it could end up being the two popes and like just shock oh, everyone. That is a I good script. I wouldn't even be mad. I wouldn't hate it at all. And then it's just like, fuck you, everybody. This is I actually love all these nominees. Yeah. 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 I, two, I, I'm, it sucks two, po- two popes got the shaft on so many awards this year. It's yeah. so good. All right. Here we go to our, our um, acting. Supporting actor, Brad Pitt. Anyone not have Brad Pitt? Got Pitt. Supporting actress, Laura Dern. Anyone not have Laura Dern? So here's the one of like should and will kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, fine. Laura Dern, I guess it's, like, it's, like, it's one of those like career awards. It should be Scarlett Johansson. In, uh, yeah. In I JoJo. Agree. I think she's better than Laura Dern. That's just, I think we're gonna, all going to be on different boats with this because I, you know, people love Laura Dern. And, it's, yeah. and I think Laura Dern is just great. I period. love the performance. I, I absolutely love the performance. But I think ScarJo is much better. Yeah, well, yeah I'm, also, I'm going fanboy on this too. Fanboy. She's a Marvel alum, so I'll go there. If there is an actor that's in tr- that could lose, it's her. But no, she was almost president of the Academy. She's not going to lose. Uh, supporting actor Brad Pitt. We said that before. Pitt, yeah. Actress. Anyone not have Renee? It's Renee. Actor. Anyone? No, I think we should all be on the same. Joaquin. Joaquin. Yeah. Leo. If there it's happens not be to Leo. be an it's upset, be Joaquin, I will say if it happens just... to be an upset, it's Leo. Yeah, I, th- I... no, it's going to be Antonio Banderas. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I will sh- I will flip tables. That would actually make me very angry. Going for the <laughs> shocker. But yeah, I got Joaquin winning there. Director, anyone not have Sam Mendes? No, I got Mendes. <sighs> he would Mendy. not be my choice. Who would be your choice? I actually. Ah. Uh... I think I would give it to either Quentin or or Bon Joon Ho, personally. Uh, no. I won't lie to you. If you hadn't told me the whole correlation of this award meeting this award, like I probably would go Bon Joon as well. Um, but if we're, yeah, if it's, this one's if they're tough. tied together. Oh yeah, this is this is a race is over. Yeah, this race is completely over. Yeah, Sam Mendes and Rye. If you say Todd uh, Phillips. <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> I got 1917. <laughs> Alrighty. And best picture. 1917. I don't know. This is your, you're also torn on this one, right? It's Parasite. Little or... women. If Parasite wins. Joker, will, Joker, I, I, Joker. I will, I will be so happy. No. So my rankings of the four that I think can win, it's, I have 1917 winning right now. And Parasite, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Then I have Joker 4. Okay, so let me ask you, who do you think is going to win? 1917. Who do you want to win? I think 1917. Yeah, okay. Or I just think if they're going to break the foreign thing, the four, no foreign films ever won, I think this is the perfect movie to do it. Parasite is, is 
almost a perfect movie. Yeah, and it's different. It's fresh. It's something that like it, it challenges viewers. And like, it will yeah. be a very, very long time before it wins a Best Picture. But the Academy could be like, we gave you foreign film. We're good to go. And I read an article that's going to piss people off yesterday. Uh, they did. I love around this time when Oscar voting begins because they interview people. They interview voters. And they interviewed 20 people yesterday, and none of them have seen Parasite. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Because they can't get through the subtitles. Fair. I, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, but it's, it's, which it's your, I don't understand. It's your job. Because sub, your job. subtitles are not hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although I will say, I mean, how we saw it, the subtitles were not too great. Um, like, they weren't, like, I don't know. It wasn't the copy. It wasn't the version I saw. Yeah, My version I don't was know different. Korean. But I can tell you as much that the grammar on that subtitle was not <laughs> not the right translation. So, you know, yeah. Um, so for me, I'd actually like to see either Parasite or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood win. I'd even be happy with Jojo Rabbit, too. Yeah. That could come. That could be the shocker if Jojo. That could be the. Sh- that better- could be the Green Book. No, Green Book wasn't a shock. I. Yeah, but it was a shock for some people. It wasn't the favorite. Roma was, but I knew they weren't going to give it to Roma. Roma, look, Roma's a technical master job. Like, Cuaron did a great job, but Roma's fucking boring. Yeah. Like, it is extremely boring. The second act, I think, was, like, extremely boring. The first act, I was actually really So, I was the other way around. Were you? Because it takes, the first 25 minutes of the movie is, you see her cleaning the floor. (laughs) The music is really good. (laughs) So, I'm like... And this is coming from someone that likes 2001 A Space Odyssey and there's a little dialogue for 25 minutes. <laughs> but I, the music was really good in 2001 A Space Odyssey. But, like, I think, oh, man, this is tough. This year has been so good that it's, like, I wouldn't be mad if anyone except Marriage Story probably upset me. Yeah, for picture? Yeah. I agree. I'd be okay with anybody. And I love it when there are years that you really don't know. Because we have the four acting categories that we kind of have a good idea on who's winning. But everything else, like... I was 23 for 24 in predictions two years ago. Oh, I was 18 wow. for 24 last year. Wouldn't shock me if I go like 12 for 24 this year. <laughs> how crazy everything is. So we will be back in a week where we start looking at our favorite performances of all time. And we will break down Birds winners. of Prey. Oh, that too. And we will look the following week. We will look at the winners and do a complete breakdown. Awesome. So see you next week and enjoy the Oscars. Good luck, everyone.